Welcome to the Healing of Black Traumas Through Afrofuturism. My name is Lauren Purchase. I'm Crystal Bernard. And I'm Ainsley Caldwell. And we chose to use the song Black Panther by Kendrick Lamar from the Black Panther soundtrack in the introduction of our episode because not only does it validate the need for healing in the black community, but also acknowledges the commitment to this healing process through lyrics such as sisters and brothers in unison, not because of me, because we don't glue with the opposition, we glue with peace. And through those lyrics that connects to our tenet of Afrofuturism of black masculinities and the healing of black traumas. I'm using the tenet healing of black traumas because I believe educating ourselves on our internalized oppressions um, is the only means through which our society can begin to understand how things such as prejudice and racial inequality collectively hold our society back and limit social progress. I reference Jordan Peele's horror film Get Out as I believe it is a modern-day example that demonstrates the reality for many black Americans and how these oppressive anxieties are a hindrance to black men in their perception of their role in society. I'm Ainsley, and I'm going to be focusing on black masculinity and the protection of the most vulnerable in the community or the lack thereof. I chose these because for the pieces that I'm focusing on, Ganger Ball of Lightning and Attack the Block, both of these tenets are major parts of the conflicts in these stories. By looking into society's failure to shield the vulnerable black boys such as Moses from Attack the Block from these negative stereotypes about black men, one can see the development of black masculinity within black men in society as men such as Cleve from Ganger Ball of Lightning are forced to adapt to fit the constrictive mold for black men in our society. Hi, I'm Crystal. I'm using the tenet of healing black trauma, and I will express it through Nalo Hopkinson's story, Ganger Ball Lightning. I think it is the most important tenet to Afrofuturism because it's foundational in understanding why we need Afrofuturism to reimagine our histories and futures. I feel like healing is often under-discussed, however, it is a common thread in all Afrofuturist works. In the movie Get Out, the plot mainly revolves around an interracial couple, a black man named Chris, and his white girlfriend, um, named Rose when they go to visit her family for the first time and Chris begins to realize that something about the family is off and it eventually comes to light that Rose and her family use technology to place the minds of elderly aging white family members into the bodies of young black people for preservation purposes. This just goes to show how in today's day and age still black people are being used for the entertainment of white people or to make their lives easier and is reflective of past racial injustices such as slavery and contributes to the dehumanization of black people and more specifically the negative perception of black masculinities as chris is forced to behave with a survival mindset that he would not have had to adopt if he were a different race I believe my approach is the best because the conflict between black men and their role in society is the product of a lack of protection by society. 
Moses and Attack the Black is a young boy who is forced to grow up quickly by society. He is seen as aggressive and older than he is because he was forced to adapt to how society views him. He is not protected from these negative expectations despite being a young black boy, one of the most vulnerable in society. Cleve from Gangerball of Lightning is afraid to express his emotions after years of being groomed by society's expectations for him. He does not want to be seen as just another angry, angry black man, so as a result, he stunts all aspects of his emotional capacity. While black healing is crucial to examine while discussing the tenets of Afrofuturism, I believe that it is more important to focus on the lack of protection of the vulnerable in society. When you do, you are exploring the core of the issues of black masculinity in society rather than the healing that is forced to occur as a result. It is a matter of looking at the cause rather than the effect. I believe healing through the erotic is important because it addresses the concerns of black masculinity via intimacy. Masculinity is socially constructed and often creates rigid norms for people that express themselves as men. I argue that black men specifically struggle with masculinity because society characterizes them as aggressive and frightening. Nalo Hopkinson's story, Ganger Ball Lightning, is a perfect example of how futuristic fiction can engage sexuality and healing. In the story, the two black lovers wear skin suits to increase the quality of their sexual experience. In the story, Cleve, a black man, feels as if he cannot fully express himself or his sexuality with his partner. This is problematic because intimate relationships are supposed to be sources of healing and support. My approach to the healing of black traumas is the most important because Get Out was a movie that reached more people as it was more accessible being a modern day film that incorporated not only horror elements but also Afrofuturism and it was extremely popular, and lots of people saw it, so it was exposed to more people who would otherwise be unfamiliar with the everyday oppression black men lived with, live with and the anxieties that come from interracial relationships. And this contributes to the healing of black traumas by starting a discussion about what we can do to heal these prejudices through education and exposure using uncomfortable themes such as horror combined with the message of racial inequality may make it easier for other races, specifically white people, to see how there is an overwhelming presence of racial injustice in our society. I argue that my approach is more important than what was expressed by Lauren Ainsley. My approach surpasses modernity because oftentimes intimacy is a foundation of relationships, which is an aspect fundamental to human nature. Furthermore, deep traumas can be confronted through the expression of the erotic and by the nature of intimate relationships. Additionally, to Ainsley's point, which is about the societal protection of young black men, I argue that because intimate relationships are on a personal level, I believe the impact will be bottom-up and not top-down. Cleve's struggle as a black man in society is a product of long-held societal norms. The only way to surpass that is through personal connection and the reformation of society cannot be possible unless confronted on the personal level. Society and societal constructions take participation. The only way we can change that is to change ourselves and our intimate relationships, which are a perfect place to harbor said change. I agree with Lauren that it is important to have a large audience that has easy access to this discussion of how black men are oppressed within their expression of masculinity. Although I would argue that it is more important to focus on how society impacts black masculinity by expose, imposing its expectations on the masses. 
Cleve is afraid of becoming the aggressive monster that society views him as, so he overcorrects and cuts off all of his emotions. This negatively impacts his relationship with Izzy because, since he has rendered himself incapable of showing emotion, he is unable to connect with her when, whether it is in or out of the bedroom. When he does attempt to connect, such as when he suggests that they switch suits, Izzy shames him for his exploration. When he hugs her and cries, she is taken aback by his display of emotion because she is not used to a black man crying. This shows how society has impacted her, and even though she wants Cleve to express himself, she wants him to express anger or one of the few societally acceptable emotions for black men, rather than vulnerability. Through exploring societal expectations, one can see how these tensions are developed rather than healed. To conclude, I believe that the film Get Out is one of the best examples of healing black trauma through Afrofuturism because it allows a lens for other races to see the harm that comes from oppressive stereotypes. For example, when one of Rose's grandparents was outside sprinting in the yard in the middle of the night just because he now occupied the body of a young black man, and the reason he did that was because it is a major stereotype in our society that black men are more athletic and can handle more physical strain than other races and this demonstrates how those perceptions and stereotypes are harmful and allow other races to justify oppressive behaviors and tendencies and it is only through afrofuturism and film and literature that we can dismantle these stereotypes through showing the harm that they bring to black people in america Healing in the black community is rarely centered. Often we gather during tragedy and devastation. When we engage with the works of Afrofuturists, we can experience a cathartic release. The release Afrofuturism gives to its black engagers is essential to the entire philosophy, which is why I argue healing black traumas and achieving emotional, spiritual, and physical peace is one of the most important tenets of Afrofuturism. This is most accessible through intimate relationships, and in order for our community to heal, we must deconstruct heteronormative masculinity and its oppressive rigid norms. Thus, I articulate the need for healing, and I believe using intimate relationships as a tool is one of the most accessible and foundational ways to create this change. I believe that the best tenet of Afrofuturism to use while examining the problems within black masculinity in our society is to explore society's failure to protect the vulnerable, which in this scenario is young black boys. By doing so, you can see how the negative attributes of black masculinity form. You can see how these boys are forced to grow up quickly and how they are forced to stunt their emotional range due to the limits placed upon them. While it's important to examine intimacy and healing, studying the faults of society allows you to pinpoint where these issues with intimacy and where the need for healing stems from. For example, Cleve from Ganger Ball of Lightning struggles with intimacy with his partner Izzy. His struggles are the results of him trying to fit the box for black men that society failed to protect him from. He doesn't want to be seen as another angry large black man and experiences difficulty in expressing emotions outside of the socially acceptable emotions. Moses from Attack the Block was assumed to be older and more aggressive than he is by his neighbor. When one hears these assumptions for who you are over and over, eventually you begin to believe them and change to fit them. This change is what leads these issues with intimacy and a need for healing and is crucial to study in order to understand the epistemology and ontologies of black men. As I said before, it is a matter of studying the cause rather than the effect. Thank you so much for tuning in to Healing of Black Traumas Through Afrofuturism.
Masses are now free. Ashes I'm dumping now, about to spread all across seas. Sisters and brothers in unison, not because of me. Because we don't glue with the opposition, we glue in peace. But still, the fuck up your organization. If any beef, what do you stand for? Are you an activist? What are your city plans for? Are you an accident? Are you just in the way? Your native tongue contradicting what your body language say? 